Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades on five continents, culminated his ministry with a 21-year, book-by-book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called a life study. This life study is the basis of our program today, which includes short portions of the spoken messages given by Witness Lee. Now, let's join today's life study. 2 Peter chapter 1 leads us through a wonderful progression or development of the precious faith that Peter mentions to us in his first epistle. This faith, our divine inheritance, is like a divine seed imparted or planted into our being. As with any seed, deep within reside all the attributes of the life of that seed. And Peter clearly tells us that the life in the seed of faith is the very life of God. It's Christ himself. So the attributes which Peter goes on to describe are the marvelous virtues of God's life as it's expressed in Christ. Following this line, these verses in 2 Peter open to us the progressive development of the divine life within the seeker as we move from faith to virtue, to knowledge, to self-control, to endurance, to godliness, and then to brotherly love, with the final stage of this life maturity being the very agape love, God's own love being expressed. Matt Miller has joined us for this uh, fellowship. From We continue, Matt, in Second Peter chapter 1, and we just can't seem to get free of these verses. There's so much in this passage, as Bob Danker mentioned in our program yesterday. Maybe the most condensed portion of the whole New Testament, isn't it? It's an incredible portion, Chris, and I was looking over the life studies and the context of the program we're doing today, and it's a special program because this program, along with the one you're going to do tomorrow, there's only two programs that cover these verses in chapter 1 of Second Peter, verses 5 through 11, mm-hmm. and that's today and tomorrow. And in these verses, 5 through 11, cover these eight attributes that you just mentioned. There's a lot there, and we've only got two programs devoted to it, and it's a very condensed portion of the word. The title of the life study is The Divine Provision. So we've really got a lot for our listeners if they'll stay with us for the next half hour. Let's uh, pick up verse 5, Matt. And for this very reason also, adding all diligence, supply bountifully in your faith virtue, and in virtue knowledge. So uh, the Apostle Peter, beginning this list of attributes as you uh, described them, and we'll see this uh, thought developed, I think, in a way that will make this matter much more clear to our listeners after uh, we hear Witness Lee and and his uh, very anointed sharing on this passage. Let's join him right now. Verse 5, and for this very reason, for what very reason? For the very reason to partake of the divine nature. For this reason, also, adding all diligence, adding diligence to what? To two things. In addition to the full knowledge, in addition to the escaping from the corruption of this earth, you have to be so diligent, adding all diligence, not some diligence, all diligence. Another term, to supply bountifully in your faith. In your faith, you have to supply 
bountifully what? Virtue. Supply here means to develop. You have faith already, right? In faith, you have to develop something. Develop virtue in your faith. Faith is the seed. The seed, according to First Peter, seed is the word. Seed is the word which Christ needs as life. But in the second book, that seed becomes faith. And this faith here, no doubt, refers to that faith. What faith? Like precious faith. Right? And the like precious faith is just one. Just one with Christ as the seed. So here, faith is the seed. We all know any kind of seeds after being sown in the soil, it needs some development. So, you have to develop virtue in faith. Matt, I don't want to get bogged down in the minutia here, but there's a concept, there's a conceptual uh, thing here that I think is really critical to getting into this uh, matter in a, in a good way, in a deeper way. We have this phrase in chapter 1, verse 5, and it says, adding all diligence. Then it says, supply bountifully. So as he said, actually, there are these two terms. One is adding diligence, and then supply bountifully in your faith. But we're really not talking about adding something to our faith. I mean, really, there's nothing we can add to our faith, is there? No, there's not, Chris. And that's an important point, because what is it we're adding to? And and I know with the radio time is short, but I think for clarity here, I want to read verses three and four, okay. just for those who haven't been following us, they didn't hear yesterday's program, because it says in verse five, for this very reason. What's the very reason? These are landmark verses in verse three and four. This is a great reason. Verse three says, seeing that his divine power has granted to us all things which relate to life and godliness through the full knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and virtue. So in verse 3, we have this matter of full knowledge. Yes. The first condition, okay? Then in verse 4, through which he has granted to us precious and exceedingly great promises, that through these you might become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption which is in the world by lust. And then verse 5, and for this very reason also, adding all diligence. Yeah. So we add diligence to the precious promises. We've got exceedingly great promises given to us in the Word of God. And by partaking of those promises, Mm -hmm. we escape the corruption that's in the world through lust. And for this very reason, we add all diligence. So alongside of the promises that we have, alongside of the Word of God, the precious promises, we add in our diligence, okay? Yeah. And we supply bountifully in our faith virtue. And uh, before we go on to the next portion, I just wanted to comment that this word virtue, it literally means in the Greek, excellency. It denotes the energy of the divine life issuing in a vigorous action. So that's the virtue, okay? We supply bountifully in our faith virtue, this vigorous action that results from the energy of the divine life. 
as we go on, we're going to see more of this in the program and develop this thought because it's like a seed. Faith is like a seed in us. Everything is in the seed. But that seed needs to grow. It's not like we add to the seed, but water develops the seed. Right. And all we're doing is developing the faith in us by adding our diligence. Yeah, so our, our diligence just is uh, the cooperation God needs to allow the divine power to operate in us according to these precious and exceedingly great promises that uh, brings about the escaping, the corruption that's in the world by lust. And then we're really on the path where this, uh, the faith, the seed of faith that's already been planted in us, and that's where we're going to go in this next portion, begins to develop. And with every seed, the development is when all of the attributes of the life in that seed really become uh, manifest and expressed, isn't it? It is, Chris. It requires our cooperation, and it's going to result in an entrance into the kingdom. That's what's at the end of these verses in verse 11, being supplied bountifully an entrance into the kingdom. I know you're going to cover that in tomorrow's program, but I think it's good to have the picture of where this is all headed. Right. This development, this growth is resulting in something, an entrance into the kingdom. All right, let's go on. We've had virtue bountifully supplied in our faith, and you just uh, gave us a little introduction to this thought of the virtues, the attributes of the divine life. And in virtue, knowledge, now verse 6 says, and in knowledge, self-control, and in self-control, endurance, and in endurance, godliness. And then verse 7, and in godliness, brotherly love, and finally, love. And of course, we'll find out these are two different words for love uh, given to us in the New Testament. All right, let's go back to Witness Lee. Virtue here may be considered as the root, you know, the development from the seed always comes out in the root. So virtue as the root and in virtue, knowledge. The full knowledge, that kind of knowledge. Knowledge of God, knowledge of our Savior, and knowledge of God's economy. Knowledge of what is faith. Knowledge of the divine power. Knowledge of God's glory and virtue. Knowledge of the divine nature. Knowledge of life and godliness. Knowledge of all the things I am burdened to tell you. Nearly no Christian today are knowledgeable about all the points which are covered in the first verses of Second Peter. So we must have the knowledge. We must supply virtue with knowledge. So I believe these two Items, virtue and knowledge, are the basic roots of this tree. Now, the seed is growing. It is no more just a seed. It has the roots. Then verse 6, and in knowledge, self-control. The roots are spreading. Then, in self-control, endurance. Self-control is toward you. Endurance is toward others and toward your circumstances. Then endurance, godliness, no doubt. Godliness is toward God. Then verse 7, and in godliness, brother love. And in brother love, love. 
Brother love plus love. This is what? This is the fruit. Now you have the fruit. The issue of God's full salvation is to express God and to love the brothers. But here, Peter added something further. Love. This is a nobler word. For a nobler and higher love. Like God the Father loves all the people on this earth. Sinners. Even bad ones. He still loves. You know, to love your enemy. This love is nobler love. It's a deeper love. To love your flesh and the brother. That doesn't need so much strength. So much energy. That's easy. Oh, that's my brother. That's my brother. I have to love him. But here is your enemy. Would you love him? <laughs> you see, what can love is this. A shallow love. Rather, you should love the one whom you don't appreciate so much, much deeper. You need the second love. The deeper love. The nobler love. Then, the fruit would be bountiful and abundant. Now, we have uh, the premise here that he underscored so well, I thought, at the beginning of that section, that all these attributes, all of these characteristics, the virtue, the knowledge, the self-control, the endurance, the godliness, brotherly love, ultimately love, all these things are contained in the seed. And so what is at issue here is the development of this seed. And then the produce, the result, as he said, is a kind of an expression even of love that goes so far beyond what we are capable of in our natural life. It should permanently give us an exit from that whole realm, shouldn't it? It should, Chris. And this is really a, quite a picture in Second Peter as it goes through this progression, this development, and it ends with brotherly love and supplying your brotherly love, love. When we read that in the English, it almost sounds funny yeah. to supply love in your love, but in the Greek, those are two different words. I mean, the final love is agape love. That's God's love. It's an unchanging love. It's a higher love. That's different than the phileo, which is the brotherly love. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to love a brother. It's another thing to have God's love. And that love is higher, it's deeper, it's unchangeable. And that's the ultimate expression, when we can love with God's love. Wow. This is a love that's not part of our natural constitution. Our natural constitution does not have the ability to love this way because it's God's love. And so going through the process of of all these items, the concluding thing is the expression. The result is God's love being expressed through us. What a wonderful expression. You know, uh, Witness Lee uses the example. It starts with a seed, and then the first few items mentioned in verse 5, it says, supply bountifully in your faith, that's the seed, virtue. And in your virtue knowledge, this is like the first wedging out, so to speak, or branching out from Mm -hmm. the seed. And then in your knowledge, self-control, still quite at the source, quite at the root, at the center, self-control. And in your self-control, endurance. Okay, self-control is toward ourselves. Right. Endurance, it's towards others. Yeah. We have to endure an environment. We have to endure people we're around, we're close to. So first, we have self-control. So in our knowledge, we have self-control, and in our self-control, endurance. So it's now progressed not just inwardly having the self-control toward ourselves. Outwardly, now we're 
have endurance toward others in our environment. But then it goes on, and in your endurance, godliness. Now it's not only toward others in our environment, now it's toward God. So it's kind of like the branch of the tree. Yeah. And now we're getting to the branches of the tree. So you have a, a seed with a trunk and then some branches coming out. And then at the very end, in your godliness, brotherly love. And in brotherly love, love. That's like the blossoms on the tree, the beautiful expression that God desires. I like the uh, adjective he uses uh, regarding this uh, agape love, the ultimate result. It's a more noble love. And I think that's a... It's something we can all have a kind of a ability to understand a little bit. We, we all recognize our own love, perhaps how we love our wives, our children, our friends, our family members. It's got such limitations to it. And so often it uh, ebbs and flows with our emotional condition. There's not that noble quality to it. But God's love, it just, as you said, is unchanging. It's just surpassing, isn't it? And it really is an expression of God himself and something we just don't have the capacity in and of ourselves to produce. And it's unconditional. You know, our love sometimes is a lot, what's in it for me? Exactly. And that's not a noble love. But like you said, the agape love is a noble, higher love. Matt, we want to go on uh, to verse 8, and then I think it would be good, maybe we should read verse 11 also as a kind of a concluding word for our program today. But at least in uh, verse 8, we finish this thought of the development of the seed. For these things existing in you and abounding constitute you neither idle nor unfruitful unto the full knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you have it there, why don't you read verse 11? For in this way, the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be richly and bountifully supplied to you. Wow. All right, let's join Witness Lee for our final portion today. Have you got it? You see what? From faith to love. Eight items, right? From faith, you go on to virtue, from virtue to knowledge, from knowledge to self-control, from self-control to endurance, and from endurance to godliness. Then you reach brother love and love. From faith to love. From the seed to the fruitfulness, I mean. You have the full development, and you have the maturity, and you have the fruit. Now, we go on to verse 8. For these things constitute you, these things existing in you and abounding in you. These things, all these, listen, all these are existing in you. Faith is in you existing. Virtue is in you existing, already there. Knowledge is in you existing. Self-control in you existing. Endurance in your existing, godliness in your existing, and then brother love and the noble love, all in you existing. All things have been planted into you. Also, we have to realize all the things are included in the seed. Here is a seed, a little seed, tiny seed, and all the things are existing in the seed already. Not only so, they are not only existing, but also abounding, abounding. That is why every seed wants to be sown. Once it is sown, it gets the chance to abound. That means what? To release all its riches. 
So all the things already existing in you and abounding. Okay? For all these things constitute you. Constitute yourself. This is not to improve. You see the point? This is not correct, not to adjust, to constitute yourself. You have to constitute yourself with all what God is. You have to constitute yourself with all the constituents of God's nature. Matt, I think the three words in this verse that jump out at me after uh, hearing him speak are existing in you. All these things already exist in us by virtue of the seed. So there's no way we can add these things to faith. They're already incorporate in the faith, aren't they? We just need to be constituted with it. This is a great word in the verse. I like how it says it constitutes you neither idle nor unfruitful. I, I like that because idleness and unfruitfulness are the constituents of our natural constitution. Right. But the constituents of our divine constitution of our new birth. When we're born again, we get a new constitution in that seed. That seed isn't constituted idle or unfruitful, but it's very fruitful. It's a fruitful constitution. It's full of divine energy. So it's a constitutional matter. It's like you said, it's not something we can add another element to it. It's all there. We just add our diligence to it. But we're adding diligence. It's like adding water to a seed. The seed has everything in it. This is really a great picture. We skip from verse 8 to verse 11, Chris. I'd like to insert verse 10. It says, Therefore, brothers, be the more diligent to make your calling and selection firm. For doing these things, you shall by no means ever stumble. You know, Chris, a lot of Christians, they stumble and they don't have the assurance. They're not firm in their calling because they don't take this path, this path of being constituted, of adding the diligence taking the way of the divine power, having the full knowledge of partaking of the divine nature, escaping the corruption in the world. There's a lot in these verses. And this is the path that causes us to be firm Mm. and not shaken in our faith. Some would stumble. Some would be shaken in their faith. Well, it's because they're not in this path. We really need to take heed to Peter's word. And then Matt, at the conclusion of this path, lies this bountifully supplied entrance into the kingdom. And I'm really glad you're doing another program tomorrow, Chris. I know you're going to cover that in tomorrow's program. So I hope our listeners will come back because this is really only part A of this wonderful portion in the Word. Well, that's a good uh, promo for tomorrow's program. Add to that uh, promo uh, our invitation for you to contact us to find out about getting the printed life studies. As I think you can probably tell in these last few programs, the content has been uh, significant. And it's actually uh, been beyond what we're capable of covering in the you know 20 plus minutes that we have uh, for the actual program. So the way to make up for our lack is to get the printed life study messages for yourself uh, and the recovery version with these footnotes. And uh, really, you can linger over this portion, Matt, and these messages for a long time to take it all in. And I think that's really a good recommended way for all of us, isn't it? Well, that would be the partaking that we're talking about <laughs> so that there could be more escaping. Uh, our toll-free number, if you would like to contact us, one 888 888-543-3788. Our mailing address is Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. Our email address is radio at lsm.org. And uh, as you recommended, Matt, 
We hope you'll join us tomorrow as we continue on this thought and uh, get to these verses about the entrance into the kingdom. We'll also see a little more development of this matter of the difference between the two kinds of love referred to uh, in verse 7. So, for Matt Miller, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you for listening today, and we hope that you'll be with us again tomorrow. Even though Christ is immeasurably great, He is available for us to experience. In order to fully enjoy and appreciate Christ, we need a revelation of His person and work, and especially of our union with Him in our regenerated human spirit. As believers, we can abide in Christ and live Him out in our daily experience by receiving the bountiful supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. In the book, The Secret of Experiencing Christ, Witness Lee unveils practical points to enter into a genuine experience of Christ according to the divine revelation contained in Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. The Secret of Experiencing Christ is available at Christian bookstores everywhere. Or you can order a copy from Living Stream Ministry by calling 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788.